Lady of Camelot showing the stick of the 200. She's kicking Lady of Camelot, going strong now. Hit a bit of a flat spot there, but away she goes. The heavily back favourite, Lady of Camelot, wins in a breeze in the Whitton Stakes. Manal got second at the end from Wave On Sky Sports Radio and Radio Tab, this is the Big Sports Breakfast Weekend. Yeah, that was Lady of Camelot again, breaking the clock at Rose Hill yesterday, winning the Widden Stakes. Trainer Adrian Bott is on the line. Adrian, good morning. Congratulations on the Widden Cannonbury double. But firstly, with the Philly Lady of Camelot, were you expecting such an emphatic and dynamic performance like that? Yeah, morning, Ray. Um, look, she's always been a very, very sharp filly. Uh, right from the outset, we saw you know, the, the natural ability she had at the official two-year-old trials. Um, I, I thought she ran well in, in, in the Jim Crow Stakes. Just didn't didn't quite sort of get the the luck in running that on on the day that she needed. Um, and then just coming back, you know, I think her first trial at Canterbury, she looked very very electric, sort of beating some some nice fillies there on on, on that occasion. Um, so yeah, no, it, it was good to see you put it all together, sustain. I, I, I guess sustained speed all the way. Yeah. She was, um, ran ran very good time. So I guess that was um, always pleasing to see him do it under those conditions. Yeah, just repeating, 102.53 for the Rose to 1,100. Only 0.02 outside a course record that has stood to since 2007. No two-year-old has gone faster over the Rose to 1,100 than Lady of Camelot. I think, to me, though, the important point was the last 200 metres, Adrian. And I say that because she could have been... Well, what I'll say is you can't call this filly a speedy squib because the best part of her race was when she was challenged, she lengthened and put almost three lengths on her rivals on the line. Yeah, that's certainly the, the satisfying part of that performance. That It was, I guess, a, a, a moment there watching the race live where I thought she was potentially going to be vulnerable there. But uh, that's when you know, the real pressure came on. She dug yeah. deep and sort of really switched into another gear. And I guess that's sort of what separates her and, and, and makes her the filly that she is and, and, and puts her in, you know, I guess, a little bit of a different different class in that regard. Yeah, fair enough. And I guess she took some of the limelight off Prost, but I don't think his win can be undervalued either in the Cannonbury Stakes. I think that's a strong Colts race. Fearless and Traffic Warden were good running second and third, but highly impressive first up and improvement to come from Prost. Yeah, no doubt. And and he's probably a different style to yeah. uh, the filly, um, you know, in, in, in the sense that he'll do what's needed. Um, you know, he sort of was just clocking off there a little bit late. Once he sort of was challenged, he, he, he rallied and, and really sort of continued to, to hold that margin to the line. But I, I expect him to improve nicely off the back of that, just in terms of the, the, the confidence he'll, he'll take from that. But he'll, he'll tighten up nicely in, in his fitness. Um, and he's only going to appreciate getting over a bit further. Um, you know, a strong 1,200, I think he'll relish. Um, but there's probably a bit of upside there that he can... Mm-hmm or a bit of scope that he can sort of go a bit further later in his career if, if, if needed. But it's a nice versatility with him. Um, we've seen he's got the tactical speed there. He can um, he can sit off. He, he's sort of pretty pretty versatile in, in that regard going going forward, which is certainly going to help him. Adrian, is Stormboy still your number one ranked two-year-old? Yeah, look, certainly think he has to be um, in terms of sort of what he's... He's got the runs on the board. He, he probably still holds the, the, the best figures, I, I guess, Um and, you know, we don't know if we've even seen the best from him yet. So, um, yeah, look, I sort of try not to get carried away with, with, with any of them until we sort of just try and place them in the right races where we feel they can show their best performances and sort of allow them to, to, to do the talking there on the track. So at some point, they're all going to have to meet up there and we'll, we'll, we'll be able to sort of find out. Yeah, well, you did mention yesterday to, to the media after Lady of Camelot's win that Storm Boy will probably 
He's back in work, probably have his golden slipper lead up in the Skyline Stakes, which is similar to what Dan Ciro did after winning the Magic Means in 2004. But you also hinted that one or two of two-year-olds might go to Melbourne for the Blue Diamond and keeping all these good Colts and Phillies apart. <laughs> difficult assignment for you, Adrian. But um, the morning after their wins, Prost and Lady of Camelot, how have they pulled up and will either either potentially go to the slipper via a Blue Diamond? Yeah, both pulled up great. Um, so they're very, very pleased with the way they've come through through the run. Uh, sort of looking at, uh, I think the filly could be highly um, likely that we could see her down in, in the Blue Diamond, uh, Lady of Camelot. That's sort of, you know, she's, she's got some nice, valuable black type here. Um, you know, a, a Group 1 would certainly uh, add a huge amount of value to, to that. And, um, you know, she, she may be the right type of, Horse to, to, to place in that particular race, so we'll we'll keep the options open. Discuss. We've got a bit of time, uh, which is which is good, but uh, uh, it could be likely that she'll be the one to head down. No, fair enough. She'd be hard to beat around Corfu if she can draw a barrier in a blue diamond. That's for sure. Uh, just, just finally, um, Adrian Prost underlined the strength of the Breeders' Plate form, which um, Espionage beat Straight Charge. Prost was third. Fearless was fourth. Straight Charge has since won. We haven't seen Espionage since the Breeders' Plate. He's almost a forgotten horse at the moment amongst your T-Rolls, but he'll trial tomorrow? Yeah, he'll trial tomorrow. Um, he's, had, he's had the one trial. Um, I thought it was an excellent return from him, so I'm looking forward to seeing him at the trials mm. uh, to, to, tomorrow. Um, he, he, he appears to be right on track. I'm very happy with the way that he's progressing and, and where he's at. Um, he's going to go through, I guess, the traditional path and lead-up of the Silver Slipper, Todman, Golden Slipper. So, um, yeah, he, he, he'll... Um, He'll, he'll, he'll be ready to go soon, and um, I guess there'll be no sort of hiding there um, on, on that particular part. Yeah, I think we might have lost Adrian there, but um, I think the bottom line is they've got some tremendous depth in their two-year-old talent at the moment. It's quite obvious in making that statement. And as I mentioned earlier, you've got the likes of Storm Boy, Shangri-La Express, Lady of Camelot, Espionage, Straight Charge, Anode, Fully Lit, all very much in Golden Slipper contention. Adrian, I think you're still there. Thanks so much for joining us this morning. Congratulations again on the, the big two-year-old double yesterday and, and best of luck going into the Autumn Carnival. Yeah, thanks very much, Ray. Appreciate it.